Welcome, welcome. Please do come in and nestle yourself for maximum comfortability. I am, of course, your host, Silas Lancaster, and it is that time of year when I once again open my library of the strange and terrible. I really can't say how gratifying it is to see you again after we've been separated by so much time and distance. I'm something of a recluse, as you know so well. One really must take the scenic route to find me, tucked away from prying eyes and the madding crowd. But then again, that makes these stories all the more rewarding, eh? The exclusivity of exile, the thrill of crossing a threshold, knowing that one will be irrevocably altered by the experience. We hope for lasting memories and joyful remembrance, but our lives, and these stories, are often not so kind. What will we find tonight? Innocent. Written by D.B. Todd. Adapted by Danielle Thewan. Mr. Jameson, you realize you're in serious trouble here, don't you? If you don't tell me what happened, I can't help you. <sighs> Mr. Jameson. Fine. We can try again later. You won't believe me. No one's believed me. I'm going to go to jail for my friend's deaths, and there's nothing I can do about it. Why don't you try me? Okay. Let's start simple. Do you remember calling 911? I... no. I don't remember that at all. So you don't recall what you said to the operator? No. Do you want to hear it? <sighs> yes. Please. I need you to send help. If you don't get here soon, they'll all be dead. Please, send somebody. Please hurry. I... I don't remember that. I see. Why don't you tell me what you do remember, Mr. Jameson? Please stop calling me that. My father wouldn't want his name attached to any of this. Very well, Luke. We were celebrating Jack's 21st birthday. It was the first time we were all getting together since everyone went off to college. And Jack's mom had given the keys to the family cabin. We used to all go there when I was a kid, my family and his. But then, one summer, my mom said we weren't going back anymore. Something happened. I think, but she never said what. Just that we wouldn't be going back. I think I know why now. Jack had invited me, Rainy, and Jenna. As soon as he told me she was coming, I knew he was going to try to set us up again. Come on, man. What are you waiting for? Jenna's been telling me how excited she is to see you again. I don't know, man. I mean, she goes to school on the East Coast, and I'm way on the West Coast. 
she's going to be a freaking doctor. And I'm just like trying to get through my degree at this point. Sounds like a lot of excuses to me, man. Just take the summer to figure it out. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, I'll take you to the bar to drown your sorrows. <laughs> so, when is everyone supposed to get here? Maybe an hour or so? I've got time to hang out and grab something to eat. When was the last time you were here, anyway? God, probably when we were eight? Mom had such a freak out that time, and, well, we never did come back. How did your mom feel about you going back for Jack's birthday? She didn't feel anything about it. She's not with us anymore. I'm sorry. I just don't like talking about it, you know? It was weird to be back. I could swear I felt someone watching me, but there wasn't anyone but Jack. So I just chalked it up to the weather. Barometric pressure or something. You know, you can do weird things to people. So which room am I in? Same one as always. Last one on the left. You cool if I lay down for a bit? That was a long ride. Go for it. I'll let you know when the food's ready. I put my shit down, and I stretched it on the bed. It wasn't the most comfortable, but it was good enough. My eyes closed, and I drifted off to sleep. I dreamed, I think, of Jenna slipping into bed with me, wrapping her arms around me. I could feel them, except it was too tight, and it was getting tighter. Suddenly, I was yanked off the bed, hitting the floor with a thud. I screamed and clawed at the ground, trying to grab onto something, anything. But then it was like I was being dragged back towards the bed. What's wrong? All three of them were there, just staring at me. Rainy, Jenna. I looked back at the bed, but it just looked like I fell off. No, I'm, I'm good. Sorry, I just... It was just a bad dream. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Damn. That was one hell of a dream. We thought maybe someone broke in or attacked you or something. Yeah, no, I'm good. It was just it was just one hell of a dream. Don't I'm good. You didn't tell your friends what happened? I thought it was a dream. I wanted to believe it was a dream. There wasn't any sign of something that grabbed me. And none of them saw anything. I just well, I didn't want them to think I was crazy. Hmm. We made the usual small talk, cracked a couple of beers, ate some food, and the years just sort of melted away. It was like we were back in high school again. Jack was making his stupid jokes, and Rainy was laughing at them. Jenna was working on some craft thing and sitting close enough that her knee kept bumping into mine. We could go down to the lake tonight. Or not. We could uh, play a game. Yeah, we could do that. I think they should still be under the bed in Luke's room. Under the bed? Everything okay, Luke? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm fine. I just... Here, let me come help you, Jack. Really doesn't seem like a two-person job, Luke. (laughs) You okay, man? You've been pretty tense since your nap. I thought sleep was supposed to make you more relaxed. Yeah, I'm fine. Just work and shit. You know how it is. Hey, are you sure the games are under the bed? They're not, like, in the closet or something? 
<laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they're there. I stepped closer as he got down on his knees, lifting the edge of the blanket. If that thing grabbed him, I'd do... Well, I didn't know what I'd do, but I would do something. Here we go. Looks like we've got Monopoly, Sorry, and Life. Huh. I thought we had more than that. Maybe Mom got rid of them. Probably had a bunch of missing pieces after years of kids messing with them, right? Yeah, right. Are you sure you're all right, man? You're really pale. Yeah, no, I'm no, I'm fine. I um, I guess that dream just shook me up a little bit. Sure. Uh, well, let's get these games back to the ladies. We played some games, and one by one we headed to bed. I just laid there, staring at the ceiling, listening to the storm outside, wondering, had I just imagined that thing? Nothing happened to Jack after all, and... Maybe I was just overly tired. I mean, that had to be it. I gave in and rolled over to turn off the lamp. It was fast this time, grabbing me hard and quickly slamming me against the bedside table. The lamp fell to the ground, breaking. I tried to scream, but a tentacle wrapped around my throat, cutting off my breath. Gasping, I grabbed for anything I could, just reaching up into the darkness. But then something else grabbed me, and I swung, making a solid connection. Ow! What the fuck, Luke? Jenna! Oh my god, are you okay? Don't fucking touch me! What happened? Another bad dream? I guess I... I don't really know. Oh my god, Jenna. I looked around the room, seeing the broken lamp. The blankets half on the floor. The bed? There were two glowing eyes staring at me from under the bed. There's something under the bed! What? No, there isn't. I took all the games out earlier. There's nothing else under there. I know what I saw! Okay. Look. You should probably go apologize to Jenna. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Shit. Hey, Jenna. Rainy glared at me as I walked into the kitchen, but Jenna at least looked at me. She held an ice pack to her cheek, and I felt terrible. So sorry about that. I didn't mean to hit you. I just... I thought you were something else. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Something else? Yeah, you didn't see anything? No. No. You were on the floor, thrashing around. I guess I shouldn't have tried to wake you. They say you're not supposed to wake a sleepwalker, right? You saw nothing? Please, Jenna, come on. You must have seen something. It was right there. I didn't see anything except you, Luke. You had to have. You... Luke, you just punched her. Chill in the interrogation. You were dreaming. Right. I I was just dreaming. It felt like I was losing my mind. I knew there was something there. Something under that bed. It was too real to be a dream. Everyone else had left. I could hear Rainy and Jenna talking softly in the other room and the sounds of Jack pouring drinks. I knew I shouldn't have gone back to the bedroom. I should have just gone out to sit with everyone else and pretended I was a sleepwalker or something and pass out on the couch, but I didn't. Instead, I reached for the knife block. 
I wasn't going to let that thing get to me again. I was careful, though. I checked under the bed, and there wasn't anything there. No glowing eyes, no tentacles, just a few dust bunnies. I did my best to fix the blankets. I tucked the knife under the pillow before I laid down. I was careful. I closed my eyes, and somehow I managed to fall asleep. But then it came back, like I knew it would. But I was ready this time. My hand was close tight around the knife as I slept, and as soon as I felt the thing wrapping around my leg, I sliced at it. It didn't stop, though. It just kept coming for me, and I just kept stabbing it, stabbing it, stabbing. So, you were fighting a monster under the bed? Well, it sounds ridiculous when you say it like that. Something, some creature attacked me, I'm telling you. I fought back. What else could I have done? But that's not what really happened, is it? I don't know. It it felt so real. It was real. You were found in the cabin, covered in blood. Do you remember when you called the police? I didn't do this. When did you call them? Before or after you killed your friends? I didn't do this. There was a monster in that cabin. I'm trying to tell you. It was a monster. You know that Jack had cameras in the cabin? We have the footage. I need to see it. If we can see the monster, maybe we can figure out how to stop it before before it hurts someone else. We can kill it if we have to. Maybe we can just burn the whole cabin down. Fine. When you're ready. I'm ready. Ooh. You okay? What's, what's going on? Is, is he sleepwalking again? I don't know. You and Jenna should just go back to bed. I'll see. Wait. No! Stop! No! 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 no. no. What the hell is this? Where did you get this? This isn't right at all. I attacked a monster. This is this is all a lie. This isn't real. No, Mr. Jameson. It's not a lie. That video very clearly shows you murdering three people. Your three friends. No! I'm sitting across from the monster. God, no! No. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. It does seem that our protagonist this evening did not take only photographs and leave only footprints on his cabin break, taking lives and leaving desolation in his stead. A tragedy, but when one cannot believe the evidence of one's own eyes, then one can hardly expect the constabulary to believe the evidence of one's tongue. 
I can see you furtively checking the furniture for warning signs, but I can assure you, I would never be so passé as to hide under the bed, behind the door, and most especially, not in the closet. Good night. Luke was played by Jeremy Fair. The interviewer was Tiana Wren Hansen. Jack was played by Rob Clark. Jenna by Deanna Smith. And Rainey by D.B. Todd. Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk.